Let's open with prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, how we love your word. Pray, God, that you would help us to have our hearts prepared. Lord, help us to learn and to grow. Help us to become more like Christ. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. We are blessed to be a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing. I think of my own mom and what a blessing that she has been in my life. Not only the things that she has taught me as I grew, she made sure I went to church too. She made sure that I knew about God. She was always there. When I was at baseball games, I remember her being there. My dad as well. When I was at important events, she was there. When I was at uh, student conferences, my mom was there. And my dad as well. I love my mom. And she has blessed me so much. But there's a, 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 there's a deep principle that we need to see in the Bible that um, is so important. That we are blessed to be a blessing to others. I'm thinking about the word honor. We read in the book of Exodus, chapter 20, verse 12, in the Ten Commandments, it says to honor your father and mother. The, the word in Hebrew, kavod, is a really interesting word. It can be translated as respect, great value, something to be prized, to show respect. But the actual word has this type of a meaning. It literally means weight. It means weighty. It means not to take something lightly. It can be used in a negative sense too, in weight. It could be like burdensome, but it's also used in a positive sense where you're to honor. It carries weight, not something to be taken lightly. It made me think about Jesus and how he treated his mother and how he treated women in the Bible. Because remember, it says in Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 through 5, but I want to focus on just verse 5. It says, your attitude should be the same as Christ Jesus. Your attitude should be the same as Christ Jesus. And we're supposed to take every thought captive in obedience to Christ. And we're supposed to have the mind of Christ. So remember, back in Jesus' time in the first century, sometimes women weren't treated very well. Sometimes they were taken as second-class citizens. I mean, they weren't even allowed to testify in court during that time. But how did, if we were supposed to have the same attitude as Jesus, how did Jesus treat women? It was interesting, whether you're talking about Jesus talking to the Samaritan woman, or spoke freely with the woman that was, take, was taken in adultery, or how he spoke publicly to the widow of Nain, or to the woman who had the bleeding disorder. I thought it was really interesting that when he addressed that lady, she, he called her daughter. When he, when he addressed the woman that had been bent over in Luke 13, 16, she, he calls her daughter of Abraham. I mean, there was, there was like an endearing way he's talked with people. There was affection. There was love. There was caring. There was consideration. He honored 
women. That's, and if, we're after, if we, it says in the Bible that it says you should have the same attitude as Jesus, that was his attitude. An attitude of caring and love and nurture and affection and honor. They carried great weight. It wasn't something they took lightly. Jesus valued their fellowship. He valued their prayers. He valued their service. He valued their support. He honored women. Taught women, ministered to women. He was kind and he was considerate. So it made me think about his mother. Thought about Mary. And we read that today in Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 56. And the first idea that I wanted to bring to our attention was this. That Mary, the mother of Jesus, had a very unique privilege being the mother of the Son of God. I mean, think about this for a second. Mary was living in a small village of Nazareth in the area of Galilee. She had uh, recently been engaged to a carpenter named Joseph. She was anticipating married life. Seemed pretty normal, if you think about it. But her life was about to be radically changed forever. She had a divine message that changed her life. You think about the Apostle Paul as well. And he had a radical encounter with Jesus. But you know what? Jesus can have a radical encounter with all of us. That we want to go deeper with him and get to know him better. To walk more closely with him. That's what in in the CMA when it talks about the deeper Christian life. Not to just live on the surface, to really get to know him. How did, when we look at the evidence of, of Mary's life, what do we see in the life of Mary? One thing that I saw was that um, Mary didn't doubt the message, but asked about how that pregnancy was possible. I mean, he's thinking, like... I'm a virgin, how is this going to be? But I appreciated her response at the end. There was a trust factor there. It was like, you know, there's nothing that's impossible for, with God. And, and she accepted his will, the, what the angel had said. But I also, I, I think about, you know, Mary's, how well did Mary know God? I don't know if you looked at that, the Mary's song. Right there. It was in verses 46 through 56. How well did Mary know God? In that particular song that she had, there, she's quoting the Old Testament. I mean, she knew the Old Testament. She quoted uh, Psalm um, 34, 2 and 3, verse, verse 148, Psalm 138, 6. Um, she quoted uh, Psalm 103, 17. In that, there's Psalm 98.3. She's quoting scripture. I mean, she knew God. So thankful for my mom that she made sure that um, I went to church and she read stories to me and I knew about Jesus. And I think that's, I think we can be really thankful about that. And I think about the blessing that she was to me and, and how I can bless others by sharing what she shared in my life. I mean, that's the homiletical idea. That's the preaching 
notion, that's what I want you to remember for today. The one thing to carry away is we are blessed to be a blessing to others. And my mom blessed me. And I want to be a blessing not only to others, but to her as well. And that's why I think it's so important on this day. Think about even when Jesus died on the cross. I mean, they didn't have like social security back then. And he's back on the cross. I mean, his last breath, I mean, his last words, he's thinking about his mother right there. Who's going to take care of my mom? He's on the cross. He says, John, behold your mother. Mary, you know, well, this, is your, this is your son. But he's always caring and thinking about others. And that was one thing that just really impressed me about Mary, was Mary, she had a unique privilege, of course, to be Jesus's mother, but she knew God's word, and she imparted that. You can tell by the quoting of scripture that she did it said in that song. Second important point that I see is this, is that, you know, sometimes with parents, not sometimes, I'd say like all the time, I mean, there's both pain and there's pleasure that happens in parenthood. I don't know how many, I mean, we have five kids, and I'm not saying that everything was always easy. But what I've seen is that this, that God taught me through those hard times. And I think about Mary, too. I don't know if you remember this, but who was the only one that was a present at Jesus' birth and Jesus' death? It was Mary. Mary saw the Savior born, and she saw the Savior die. And just think about when she brought, you know, Jesus to the temple and what Simeon said to her. Maybe you saw both Simeon and Anna there. And Simeon said, a sword will pierce your own soul. And it did. There, there are hardships sometimes. But you know what I really love about my mom? And I know she's listening right now. <laughs> it's even during those hard times, she was there. She was there. And I appreciate that. And I think Jesus saw that as well, too. That Mary was there. A big part of Mary's painful privilege of motherhood was to see her son rejected and crucified by people that he came to save. Mary would be grieved not by all the good that Jesus would do in the world and the love that he would show but that she would observe the widespread rejection of her son. But her sorrow would, would turn to joy on that first day of the week after his, after his crucifixion, because he was resurrected. That's one theme that I see throughout the Bible, is that glory always follows suffering. There, there's always a hope. That's why there's that blessed hope. And it isn't a blessing to have your mother and your father, your parents there, just right there along the way. I just feel that it's so important that, you know, for what they give, we need to give back. Mary's a good example of commitment to family and devotion to God. Are we, like Mary, able to be used by God? She was, she was available to be used by God. I mean, her world was radically shaken. She was probably thinking, I'm just going to live this normal life. I'm going to get married. I'm going to live in Nazareth. going to raise my family. And all of a sudden, but God had something special in mind for Mary. And Mary made herself available. And she, and she went through the suffering, and the hardship and pain. 
But she saw glory at the end as well. And I know that there are mothers that have shed many tears of sorrow, poured out cries of joys, experienced moments of silence before the throne of grace on behalf of their children. And children should be thankful for their parents and tell them how much they love them and appreciate them. They should take time to be with them, to send them flowers, to call them regularly, to send cards, to be there and just sit. This morning I called my mom before 7 o'clock. I said, you know, happy Mother's Day. And I said, I love you. And I wrote this in my journal this morning too. You know what she said? She said, and I love you too. And she's 84 years old right now. And hopefully she's around for a lot longer. But I wrote that in my journal. Because it's important. I remember seven year, for seven years I went up to Rose Garden Estates. Ministered up there to elderly people. We sang songs even though I didn't sing very well. They didn't mind. They sang along too. Get a little short devotional. But you know... I don't know if they enjoyed the devotional as much. I don't know if they really enjoyed the singing as much. You know what they enjoyed? Presence. Presence. They told me that how hurtful it was that they were alone. You know, sometimes that was hard because I'd get to know them, but then... They would pass away. I wouldn't get to know because they. I would be gone. I wouldn't be up there. And it's like so and so's with the Lord right now. So. But I do remember that one thing: is it's so important. I think people want to be loved. They want to not be lonely. If you can reach out to somebody, and just tell them they love you. Love them it means a lot. Especially on this day, because it's Mother's Day. This is the day you should be saying thank you, because you've been blessed to be a blessing. You've been blessed to be a blessing. The third point is this, is that honoring our parents pleases God. Honoring our parents pleases God. One of the things I pray each morning is this. I pray, God, I pray that you would help me to live in your presence and to please you more and more. Honoring your parents pleases God. Doesn't matter if you find it in the Old Testament in chapter 20, verse 12. Doesn't matter if you see it in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 2. Honoring your parents pleases God. So I go back to what I said at the beginning. What does it mean to honor and to please your parents? I just think about that idea of what the word actually means. It carries weight. It's meaningful. It's, it's something that you value. It's something that you, is precious. It carries weight. You don't take it lightly. That's what it means. Jesus showed honor to women. He showed honor to his mother. And in Philippians chapter 2, it says that you should have the same attitude as Jesus. And we should do the same. Mary demonstrated great faith in trusting God. 
Scripture poured out of Mary's heart, we see in Luke chapter 1. Mary heard some tough words from Simeon in the temple. But throughout it all, the Lord was watching over her. Think about this. The Lord truly is Jehovah Jireh, my provider. From the angel telling Joseph to stand with her and not put her away, God was watching over her. When he gave them the resources from the kings that went and visited them so they could go down and eat to Egypt, the Lord was watching over her. When they came back from Egypt to go in Galilee, the Lord was watching over there. When they couldn't find their son in the temple when he's 12 years old, the Lord was watching over them. The Lord, when then Jesus, and all the times his mom was watching over him, he's on the cross, he's been blessed. And he returns that by being a blessing back to his mom when he says, John, behold your mother. Marry your son. He was blessed to be a blessing. That's the message for today. You've been blessed by people that have invested their lives in you. It could be a mother, it could be a grandmother, it could be an aunt. There's somebody in your life has blessed you. And God calls you to be a blessing to them. We need to live out that word. It carries weight. That's what's important for today. So how do we apply this to our lives? First, I think of this. Mary was available. Are we willing to be available to God like Mary was? Second, Mary knew God's word. Do we know and apply God's word in our lives? Three, what can you do today on this special day that we honor mothers to show practical love to your mom or your grandma or some other person that's significant in your life? How can you today show practical love to your mom? If you haven't called your mom yet, you should. You should. You can go over there. Or your grandma or whomever else. So the big thought again today is this. We are blessed. We are blessed to be a blessing. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for today. We thank you how you've blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Jesus Christ. And we're not supposed to just hold that in and not do anything with it. We're supposed to be a blessing to others because you've blessed us. And we do it with joy. God, on this special day, we just lift up our moms and our grandmothers and other influential women in our lives that have blessed us. Help us to reach out in practical ways of love as Jesus would because it says, again, in Philippians 2.5, that we are supposed to have the same attitude as Jesus did. And Jesus showed respect and concern and consideration and love towards others. Help us to do the same. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.